Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today? We are both drinking Blue Jacket beers. Yeah. From our local um, DC brewery. I am drinking the Built by Pictures. It is an oak-aged, spontaneously fermented ale with strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, blackberry, and vanilla. Very nice. It is like the most beautiful ruby color I've ever seen. It is like... It looks like a, I mean, it looks like a wine. Like, it is a very deep, dark red. Uh, oh, you seem to like man. it. Oh, man. Would you like to try it? Because you sure. were also eager to have this one. I was going to try um, it, yes. This is one that we got in our box of Belgians from the church key classes. Huh. What do you think? It's okay. I'm glad you have it. I love it. It smells very oaky, tastes very oaky. Um, is very oaky. It is very oaky. <laughs> really, like strong of red wine and like kind of like a, a punch of like oak red wine at the beginning that mellows a little sour. Yeah, it's. Um, is it boozy? It tastes a little boozy. Uh, wow, it's five percent, six percent, six percent. Sorry, it, I was swallowing, so I was holding up my fingers poorly. Yes, uh, but a a very. Um, like you, you can get a lot of the barrel there. It's very tart. I wouldn't say sour. More tart. More tart. I uh, get very fruity. Very very fruity. I was just about to say I get none of any of the berries. What are the berries there? I get like a just the explosion of berries. What, do you, what berries do you taste? I mean, I, I I thought there were. It tastes like cherries to me. It does taste like cherries. Like, there is no cherry. There are no cherry in it, but it tastes like cherries. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a, like, a super good shout. It tastes a lot like cherry. I get cherries. I get like maybe some raspberry, like mm-hmm. tartness of the raspberry. Um, and maybe some like blackberry. It's strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, blackberry. I got two of them. And vanilla. I like I no vanilla. I get like a little like hint of sweet roundness in the middle that I think is coming from the vanilla. The more I drink it, I definitely am tasting, I'm getting a lot of strawberry from it, really more cherry than anything else, which yeah. I feel like is just like... It's like if you mix all those things together, you got cherry. It's just like the berry oak flavor yeah. is a cherry. Um, but like, I feel like it is changing a little bit for me as I continue to drink it. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. But my first sip was really just like oak red wine yeah. tart. It was It was a lot. Yeah. Would you like to take another little sip now that I've like yeah. talked about how it's changing so much? Um, this is in like a big glass bottle, which is interesting. A lot of Blue Jacket beers. Definitely more mellow right? the, the second time you uh, take a sip, yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me in that of like that smoked beer we had the in the class yeah. where like I took a sip of it and I was like, oh, it's so smoky. And they were like, but on your second sip it's and nice. it like yeah. changed and mellowed out a lot. Um, it has like a pretty cool cam or a pretty cool label on the bottle with like a picture Blue of the Blue Jacket's bridge. art is always cool. Um, I like it. I also love that their beers all tell you like what glass you should drink it out of and what temperature you should drink it at. So nice. our beer fridge is set to 45. This is supposed to be drank at 48. So by the get there. middle of this episode, it'll be just about perfect. Um, I really like this. I mean, Blue Jacket does good sours. They just put lactose in all of them yes and this is a lactose free one this is a lactose free one so uh we should mention that so i am also drinking a blue jacket beer i am drinking the uh the small conversations it's a hellas lager uh and so we're getting 
Both of these came through the Church Key Beer Academy. Different uh, classes. Different classes. Well, one was a Belgian-themed class. I think we talked about that before. And then more recently, there was a lager-focused classes. So that's why I, that's the one I'm having. Uh, this one, it, it poured so pretty. Like, it's just, it's super crisp and, uh, like, it's... It's a little cloudy, not super clear, but very. It's very effervescent. You can see a lot of bubbles coming up. Yeah. Uh, and it poured with like a nice like three quarters of an inch of head, like white foamy head on it. And it, it is like it is just a, I could drink twenty of these. Like they're such. It's just smooth and clean and crisp. It's very good. Blue Jacket has another Hellas Lager that they have on tap that I like a lot. It's for for the company. Yeah. Is their Hellas Lager, but this is one I hadn't seen before. Yeah, it's almost got a little bit of sweetness and uh uh it's just like it's a little malty but mostly just like crisp and easy drinking and like yeah, I know it doesn't really it smells s- like corn pops to me. Yeah, I I don't know, it doesn't Corn pops and milk. Like it smells like a bowl of cereal. Yeah, uh, it's got it's got that that vibe to it. It does I've definitely had uh lagers that are much more Corn poppy, yeah. like corn pops and milk. Uh, this is not so much of that for me, but it is uh, just a very smooth, easy drinking beer. Uh, you know, it tastes tastes like any like a, like I don't want to say like any good lager you've had, but it tastes like a like a like a you know you get your standard beer taste out of it. But it's the the thing that's highlighting this for me is just like it's very smooth and crushable and yeah. like uh, that's, that's easy really drinking. Good. One cool thing about this is that it's. Uh, it's brewed with all local malt, uh, exclusively with uh, from M- Murphy and Rude Malt from Charlottesville, Virginia. So oh, that's super all cool. locally produced here in the uh, the DMV, which is very cool. That is cool. I like uh, that. We're we'll talk about what well, the reason that uh, well I picked up I, I wanted to drink Blue Jacket beer because we, I'm wearing my Blue Jacket T-shirt that you got me, but also uh, I'm going to review the Army Ten Miler, a mm-hmm. uh, one of our our. Signature DC races that has been virtual now two years in a row. But before that, uh, today, we, we're recording this on Sunday. We watched the New York City Marathon we this did. morning. What did you think? It just looked like a great race. Great day for it. Yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful day for it. I only like over the past like year or two have I really started like watching these big marathons on TV. I mean, I always watched Boston when I was like, in Boston and after, but uh, it's really cool to like, you know, as you do this, as you watch more of them, you like recognize more of the names and it, it made it really fun. Um, I think both of us were like, well, we could like put our names in the lottery. Like yeah. it, it, New yeah. York looks like a great, great race with like a ton of crowd support. And it just looked like a fun race with like a ton of hills ton of bridges starts off with like the hill right away kind of brutal yeah in terms of running it um but i mean it's just it's just so impressive watching the elites run and obviously that's what the tv coverage focused on um was all the the elite runners but it's just like a different breed of runner it's insane yeah it is just crazy to watch them run uh, especially, uh, I'm going to just you know, vamp really fast while I, I um, pull up their names. But uh, the the two winners, just watching them uh, finish up was so 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 amazing because not only are they strong like throughout the whole race, but then at the very end, just the, the amount of like strength they have in their legs. Uh, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna. They're, they're, I'm gonna do my best with the names here, and I apologize for if I if I mess up the pronunciation. But uh, it's Paris Jep Chirchir, 
And all right, Paris Jeff Cheer Cheer. Yes, I said that I would do that. And Albert Career Cor Cor I think it's Courier. Courier. So Courier. Albert Courier. We'll go with that. We heard them say it a we lot. Heard we heard it a lot. Should have. And I, but like it's it's very really much very much uh, the the I I can read it and saying it is difficult. Yeah. Uh, but particularly uh, Paris when she was finishing her like she did this kick. With like, at like, it was at like unreal. At, well, at mile eighteen, she does the first kick where she's like, I'm "All right, going. like, Who's like there's with? a pack of nine, and she's like, okay, like I'm going, and yeah, and everyone goes, like there are four people went with her. Yeah. It was like the top three finishers in Molly Seidel, who it also makes it a lot easier to watch these races when you have like a rooting interest. Like, yes, I, I never, I no, didn't. We're, we're team Molly. In I don't house. really share your like. I, I, I like Shirley Flanagan, but I never watched her run, and I don't like. Right have so like watching these races she's not like involved but like we've followed molly uh you know during her olympic journey and so now it's like oh like i'll watch to see how she does so this kick she's in that group and there's this group of three for a while and then there's the 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 finishing kick and that was just incredible to watch like pulling away and like at one point the woman who ended up finishing in second like started to make a move and she just looked back and was like, I don't want to deal with this and just took off. And I'm like, that is, you know, the the last 1,200 meters of a marathon, I am like close to crawling. Mm-hmm. And she just put it into a gear that like I didn't know a person could have. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I also, the top male mm-hmm. was like adorable crossing the finish yes. line. Like it's so easy to see these people as like these pro runners who are very intense but he's like you know working the crowd getting everybody to cheer he like kind of did this like jump across the finish line and i was like pro athletes they're just like us like yeah. they are excited and like love the crowd and i, I found his finish like i i was i was crying like i i, I loved it it was amazing his i, I liked his finish was great because he had he had pulled away he had about a 30 second lead and uh, as, as he's finishing up, the the announcers are like, he looks exhausted. Like his his yep. gait, he's barely getting off the ground. Like his his gait is not really where it was. Like he's just hoping to hold on here. And he had been a, by himself, mm-hmm. thirty seconds ahead of the second place guy, forty five seconds ahead of the second place guy for miles at this point. And the second and uh, the second place finisher, um, I, I can from Morocco. From Morocco, yep. I'm, I'm trying to picture. I, I, he had the blue jersey on the Yeah, I can picture exactly about, about it. it. He, he, was, he, he was awesome when he finished you. He immediately broke down into tears as well. Yeah. Uh, but he made a little bit, he made his charge at the, like in the last half mile. And it was like uh, Albert like felt it and just like hit, everything improved. Suddenly, yep. he, like you could feel, you could see the adrenaline looked go like through. like a different runner. And he yeah. just like picked it up and like cemented it. And once he knew that he had, he had it done, like, it was, uh, you know, him jumping across the finish line. Because sometimes watching these runners, through the first 20 miles of the marathon, you're watching them and you're like, they're just robots. Like, yeah. they just they just get into this zone where they're going at, you know, sub five minute miles yeah. and running. And you're just like, okay, so you, like, and, and like, to the, and they're trying to do so little to conserve energy. Like, for, you know, in the first kick that I talked about in the women's race, the out the or the uh, announcers were so focused on Molly Seidel like 
waving to someone in the crowd Insane. that they missed the the breakout yeah. because they were like oh like she waved like she's not gonna have that much energy at the end and like the wave isn't what did it like the the uh, uh, first place finishers incredible right. like stamina is what won the race but uh they you know that's it was telling that that was such a big deal to them is that like because they just look like robots and yes. so at the end of the race when they start to like get into that place that we all know when we're doing a distance run and like they're a little loopy and maybe like waving the crowd on or whatever uh i just want to talk about the just the finish of the women's race i like there was the pack of three and uh i think the the woman who ended up in third place was like she she made her charge and yeah. she like she started it and then like the woman who won like, paris was like all right let's do this and like like it, you see like a flash of orange go and then she just takes off and just like it was like oh i've been holding on to this i've been holding on to this like nitro boost for 24 yes. miles it was, it, it was like the 25th mile so it was like if you break away then you're going to win and she's like i've been holding on to like this power up for 25 miles and you forced me to use it and now i'm going to like it yeah. was just it was like she was like do something just just try me and yes. once they once she did she was like okay and now I'm, now I'm gone and it was incredible one of the most impressive athletic things i've ever seen yeah, I I enjoyed both races, but I thought the women's race was like really really cool. And like the woman who came in second, um, her brother was like one of the announcers. So, like he was getting choked up. Like there were a lot of really good like human interest, like human moments. Yeah. Like I mean, it was a very competitive race for the first like twenty twenty five yeah. and a half miles almost. Like it was it was a great race to to have like three people hanging on so close to the end yeah. um, was like really exciting to watch. But it was also like, I mean, marathon finish lines are just emotional places. And it's yeah. cool that like these people who like routinely win marathons and run these things, like it's also an emotional place for them. Yeah. Especially when this is such a weird year where there's an Olympics, you know, what they said 11 weeks ago, right? That was yeah. so like typically like my marathon training uh, process was 18 weeks uh all of like like uh molly yeah. and uh, a, a good number yeah of the elite fields on both sides uh including uh jeff chich here i think that's how you say your name i'm sorry if i i'm, I'm trying I, I think you're good. uh but she won gold medal uh -huh. the gold medal in tokyo and which was one of the most like just i can't even imagine running brutal. that race. brutal brutal marathons i could imagine she won that race and then turned around and like yeah. trained up to win this one, and like that is just first woman ever yeah. to win like a like a world major marathon, like the same year that she won an Olympic it's just medal. Absolutely incredible. The, you talking about like sort of her moment of being like, oh, you think you're gonna go? Well, I'm actually gonna go. Almost reminded me of like Usain Bolt with yeah. like the looking back photo, where it's like, if if I do what. I want to do. You guys don't stand a chance. Yeah. Just like it was like a very confident moment that I loved watching athletes in that 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 is that is such a rare thing to be able to watch like in that kind of um, in any kind of athletic setting like a sport you know in a sports uh, match or game or whatever a race whatever you you're saying like where an athlete like like she could have won. 
without going there. Mm-hmm. Like she, like like an athlete who could win on cruise control, but like gets tested and is like, "Fine, you made me do this." Yeah. Like like that was kind of the attitude I got from it. Was like she was obviously thrilled to win and all like like happy whatever, but like in that moment of like the competition. Because, like, they had run together, like, these three women had run together the entire race. And they yeah. had been talking, and, like, the announcers were, like, speculating that they were, like, okay, let's all stay together, let's, like, we'll, and we'll all be there at the end or whatever. And, like, so it seems like it went from, like, like a collaborative effort, which sometimes, you know, marathon running is. Like, if you're around in a pace group, yep. or you're, you're running with a partner or something like that, like, it can be very collaborative. Like, come with me, like, we're going to do this together. Felt like that for a while, and then suddenly at the end, it turned into the hundred meters at the Olympics, where it was like, "All right, yep. like we're it's on," and it they they just it was just so cool to watch. But then I do want to point out, like immediately after they cross the finish line, the winner is hugging yeah. the two people that she just left in the dust. Like there were like four minutes of competition, and other than that, it was like we're all in this together, and yeah. like I'm happy for you, and you're happy for me, and it's it's just such a cool sport. I don't know how you like go through this grueling thing with these other people and like hate them at the end right like it's a very cool community i mean people say that like running isn't a team sport but like those women likely like got where they did because they were like we're gonna like go together and then like you know one of us is gonna win but like we're gonna like do this together it was just very cool it reminds me a lot of like they're they're all they're competing against each other but they're like they, they have like this like you know, a, a mutual respect and like admiration yeah. for each other, and it reminds me of like like goalies in in like European soccer. Like, there's very much like I, I remember seeing this like a viral clip of like a goalie had like was up and headed the ball, and the other goalie saves it, and like the key, like the one who headed it came over and like congratulated him was like great save like nice job and like they're on opposing sides right. but there's enough there's a mutual respect and like yeah. like the you like, admire how they play the sport and you you would you know like you know what you go through to train up to mm-hmm. beat them so you know what they did to try and beat you so like you kind of you've all you know it's one of those like experiences where like the only person who understands what I'm going through is my competitor. Yeah. And so like they they might not even like each other, but they like respect and understand each other. And so it's it's cool to see that. Um, and it's just it is I, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that like in competitive marathon running, like how can you really be super disappointed with like like maybe if you're you know if you're like a top top one you know top five in the world and you don't win the marathon you're in like you're disappointed but like just finishing a marathon is so hard yeah. that like you're even if you get done and you run a great time like like from my side like she ran her pr she yep. set the the course record for like the uh for an american uh, american woman since kara goucher ran it years right. ago and she finished in fourth like how are you going to be disappointed with that like i'm sure that right. she wanted to win but like you can't really be like Right. You know, you still ran a marathon at two minutes and 24 seconds or two hours and 24 uh, minutes. Like, right. that's crazy. So uh, it was fun to watch. It was just, it, it's, it was, I meant, I had, I like wanted to go do my recovery Peloton and like, like do other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and watch the, watch all two hours of this. It makes me super happy because I really enjoy watching them. And I'm sure there are lots of people in this world who think it's like watching paint dry and would not be keen. So it makes me super happy that you were like, 
were really, really invested in it, actually, and I think really enjoyed it. It helps to have some, it, like, it ha- helps to know at least one personality who's doing well. Yeah. Like, I was, I was on tenterhooks when Molly is, like, like, in the first 18 miles was, like, in, yeah. like, one of the top two. I'm, like, she oh, took, She, God. like, surged and took the lead a couple yeah, times, like, and uh, we're, like, like oh. I, I, was, I was, like, on, you know, on the edge of my seat then, and then, like, it, so I was... I was less interested from like mile eighteen to twenty five when it was yeah. like, oh, these like these people who I don't know are pulling away, and then like the end was so exciting that it was like it made up for that for that totally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it helps to have someone to root for. Totally, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We had a nice brunch from Rise and Run. First recipe we made from Rise and Run. What do you think? It was very good. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was wonderful. The the sausages you made were great. It was um, spiced expertly. Uh, but yeah, it was a wonderful meal. It was really really good. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, all the various meals that you're going to make out of that. We had yeah. some, uh, you, you made the first superhero muffins out of it yeah. that, uh, uh, out of this particular they book. blew up. They are big and bright green they're because they're, pe- they're pesto and zucchini, right? Pesto and zucchini, yeah. And There's they a are. whole dozen eggs in them. It's like an egg per muffin. Yeah. They're, they're big boys. I had been uh, the last couple batches of superhero muffins you'd been making. I'd like ate that ate one before I go out my run because they were like small and easy to eat and like easy on the stomach. I do not think. I think these are post run muffins. Yeah, they're, they're big enough. That, these, yeah. these are more like that, like the little egg frittata muffins because yeah. they're so eggy. There, there is. Um, almond meal and oats in them but another recipe i'm really excited to try is they have like a race day superhero muffin so it's like on race day people eat like oatmeal and bananas and peanut butter and sweet potatoes are like three like fuels that are kind of go-to for race morning so they made a superhero muffin that's just like oats and mashed up banana and grated sweet potato and honey and uh, banana, did I say banana and eggs? But it's like it's like oh, and peanut butter. So it's like all the things. It's like a race day superhero muffin that's supposed to be super easy to to digest. And they're like, don't try anything new on race day, but like test this out. Um, so I'm really excited to try that because mm-hmm. it's it's like intended as like a pre run, easy on your stomach, yeah, thing to eat. That sounds great. Yeah, got a lot of cooking to do. A lot of cooking to do. A lot of dishes to wash for me. <laughs> Uh, so now we're going to talk about your race this weekend. Yeah. yeah. You ran the Army 10 Miler. The virtual Army 10 Miler. Virtually. So I guess to part start... Two, part two. Yeah. Uh, I guess to start off with, I like made a list of questions and then as soon as we started talking, I like immediately put them down. I know. I was like, I just want to talk. Um, talk to me a little bit about like your headspace going into this run because it did not feel... Like, I guess we had pasta the night before, but it's not like we did like a pre-race dinner and like maybe I should have made a bigger deal about it and I apologize if I didn't, no, but like no, no. it just felt like you were sort of meh about this. Well, so here's a couple things. Uh, the first is like it was a real bummer to have it be canceled uh, or to be moved virtual. Um And it was not like I am not among if you look at the Army 10 Milers Facebook page. I am not among the angry horde of people who are... There is a horde. Every time they post about anything, then they're trying to do their usual thing of like, well, well, training, what, you, know, you can run it anytime, whatever. And people will reply and yell and whatever. I'm not among them. Like, I, I, I get it. Like, I presume that they would have wanted to hold it in person if they could have. And like, it sucks. Ever, like, how you can be mad about uh, 
like they, they canceled it weeks ahead of time before it, it I think uh, like Marine Corps was canceled um, two weeks ahead of this race and I think like that had been days ahead days if not a week ahead mm-hmm. of the army 10 mile or after the army 10 mile being canceled so like it's not like some of the races this weekend were like people had traveled there yes like there was a storm system that went up the the like like from the mid-atlantic down to the south and like there were a bunch of races in savannah and outer banks we know for sure that got canceled like the day before the or hours before hours in some before cases. in some cases uh so it was not like that and like so i'm not how you can be um surprised in 2021 that uh, some uh, and, uh, or like upset that over COVID concerns, um, a race gets canceled. Like, I, I don't. I'm not. I, I was disappointed. I'm not mad enough to go screaming at the race organizer organizers. Sure. You know? Like so. I feel for them that they're taking all this flack. People are like disputing the car, the charge on their credit cards, and saying you didn't deliver what I paid for. Like people. People have lashed out in a big way. Yeah, which is unfortunate and is not like no one, no one wanted this, but it is a fact of our lives now that this kind of thing happens. So I'm like, essentially, I was disappointed and like the honestly like that weekend, the Army Ten Miler weekend was the same weekend that we were going that we did our Baltimore runcation. Yes, it worked out fine mm-hmm. like instead of because instead of a 20 mile run uh for that that weekend of training i was going to do the baltimore half on saturday army 10 miler on sunday and like try to just put them back to back and um so instead i just did the the half and we had a wonderful weekend in baltimore yeah fine like not like that that was how it was supposed to work uh but be- between that and marine corps being uh canceled like my training like completely changed yes. all my scheduling completely changed so i i ran the army 10 miler a month after army 10 miler date and sure. i had been usually like before when i would sign up for the virtual races i try to do them as close to if not on the date that they were supposed to be run so it was so it definitely did not feel like there was no like anticipation or like feeling like uh, it, it was more of like I gotta get this race in before the window closes than it was like it's race day like we're gonna do it. So instead, I just worked it into my training and made, worked it into my taper as like my it ended up being my last long run. Uh, and but I like still I wore my Army Ten Miler shirt from last year. I tried to like wear yellow and black like my outfit like tried to like in like like get in the theme but like i was definitely not like the night before i was not thinking like i need to fuel up for race day i was like oh cool like it's my last long run before this marathon so it was not um it was not like my top priority sure to say uh so it was like i'm more i was more focused on making sure that i ran well yesterday to prepare me for next week yep. at at the Coastal Delaware uh, Marathon than I was in har- having a good Army 10-miler race, which if we had run in person, I'm pretty sure I would be like, I ran the Army 10-miler ahead of the Outer Banks Marathon, and that's my 10-mile my PR yep. because I like got into race mode. So like I was not getting into race mode. I was very much focusing on like, let's use this to prep 
for yeah. the marathon, which I would not have done if it was an in-person race. Right. I think. That so, makes sense. So, yeah, it, it was like I wasn't in race day excited mood, but I was like, this is also my first long run since my 20-mile run. Right. Uh, and it's my last long run before my marathon. So I, I was like, let's go out and have a good run and uh, make sure that, like, you're in a good you're in a good shape for next weekend and uh that you're feeling good now so so how, how did your run go was it a good run uh yeah yeah actually it was um i did so I, I i like stitched together two um of my favorite runs in our in our uh area like i would say our neighborhood but it was a 10 mile run so it was not just in our neighborhood uh but i like it's beautiful uh full color fully foliage around here it's it's like, it's not, there's still quite a bit of green, but like the leaves are definitely changing. So I, I went through a park near us that has uh, some really big hills, but uh, mostly just like one really big valley. Uh, but it's, there's like a paved area that goes through all these trees and it's super beautiful in fall. And so I, um, I like went through there and then uh, ran down by through Jones Point Park uh, on the Potomac. And so like, got down by the river. So I was like in the hills of Northern Virginia and then also like down right by the waterside. Uh, it was, so it was a really nice run to have together and like beautiful day, um, mm-hmm. you know, mid fifties, I think, and like sunny and just, um, you know, like really great running weather. I like alternated between, I like wore a long, like my long sleeve army 10 miler shirt. Like I started off with the sleeves down after about a couple miles, I put this, I rolled the sleeves up after you know five miles after that i put the sleeves down again because i was getting cold so like it was right in that like in between stage uh am i as far as like my actual run like me you know me moving um my miles were pretty consistent my mileage uh times were pretty consistent um i (laughs) i covered you know it was 500 feet of elevation gain which is twice as much as i will do in the um in the uh marathon so it was like it was hillier, but I was happy with like how I ran up the hills and how I recovered after the hills. Like I never really like had a mile where I was like, "Oh man, I am like suffering right now." Uh, so I felt strong throughout, and um, yeah, it was just it was a nice, it was like an encouraging, encouraging run. It was fun. It was like actually fun to run uh, that distance, and like there was never a point where I was like. I hate this. I want to die. I don't want to run anymore, which is like a well, good that's an improvement. That is like that is different than when you when you train for a fall marathon, you do your long runs. I think that comes a point in every run at that point where you're like this sucks and I hate it. Uh but I didn't hit that point yesterday. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is like the first virtual race you've done since in-person racing is back. Yes. Did it feel and we have been big proponents on this podcast and, and in our lives of like doing the virtual races. So did it feel different to kind of be doing a virtual run when in-person races are happening versus doing virtual runs during like the worst part of the pandemic when virtual was the only option? Yeah, I think it definitely did. I, I, but here's, I'll draw a distinction here. Um, I think this race, this like virtual race felt less of an event, less exciting because um, it was supposed to be in person. So like, sure. I uh, I did not like, 
I'm thinking back to some of the ones we did last year and it was like it was like that was that day's activity that that right. was like we, we had been thinking about it we're going to do it that day whatever and there was no like expectation of it being in person yeah we did a race that was based in texas like virtually here yep so um i think that like because because of that i was not as up for it like not as, i was up for a 10 mile run it just also happened to be the army 10 miler sure it was not like I'm doing the Army 10 miler today. It was like I'm running 10 miles that I'm using as my my virtual Army 10 miler, uh, and I think if I if it was in person, uh, the, the fact that it wasn't in person, I should say, uh, played into that. Yeah. I think I think that if I had no expectation of it was going that it was to going be to be in person, person and that mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, I think also like the fact that I was doing it, it was like it was just me. Like you weren't. You weren't doing it too. So many of the virtual races we did last year, we did together. We did together or like, you know, um, I, like, I mean, you did the Baltimore half, and I did Army Ten, uh, Army Ten Miler, and like, like we didn't, like, you didn't do Army Ten Miler, I didn't do the Baltimore half virtually. Uh, so like, but like, we still, we made a bit. We like, you made it a big right. deal for me. I made it a big deal for you, and like. Uh, that's why I feel bad like should I have made this a bigger deal no not at all because like I I mean you you made me my toilet paper finish line which God, was more more than line. I uh, expected uh, you made me pasta the night before like well what more can I ask for um, and plus like I think also the fact that I'm I have an in-person marathon yeah next weekend like that looms over everything right like no matter what like when we did the in-person Baltimore you know Baltimore half was in person and like I'm still thinking about Delaware when I'm doing that race. Like I'm not. I like my right. my head is my, yeah. My head is very much thinking about like how does this and it has been since July, different marathons. But like it has been since July, thinking like what does this run tell me about how I'll do on marathon race day? Yeah. So I think that like it's maybe not an apples to apples comparison. Uh, I'll be interested to see because we've we've talked about. Like last year, we ran a half marathon virtually before Christmas, and like if we do that again, like uh, what will that feel like? That because that will be different, huh. you know. That 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 will be like a virtual thing that we're doing then, not necessarily uh, like this where it was a race that was supposed to happen in person and didn't. Right. So I'm interested. I don't think it's quite apples to apples, but I will say that I was less excited for this than I was the Armor Time Miler last year. This is very much how I felt about like my marathon that got canceled during covid like i ended up doing a virtual marathon but when i signed up for it i knew it was a virtual marathon yeah. versus like the race that got canceled i was like well i don't want to do this one virtually like i wanted to do this one in person it just feel different like setting an expectation going in right i think like we're, we're talking now about what whether you should sign up for it to do princess virtually in the winter and like but like when we talk about it, we're talking about m making a day of it. Like, right. like you run the race, we come home, like it, it's Mulan themed this year. So we're like talking about you run the race, you come home, we order Chinese food, we watch Mulan, we like get into the spirit. Uh, this was not like, I didn't feel like getting, like, like it felt like if I was gonna get into the spirit, I would have done it on uh, October 10th or whatever yeah. it was supposed to be. So um, it was, like it was fine i uh i had a i had a good run 
uh, I feel well prepared for next week. That was mm-hmm. what like so that it, it, I think it's just you know it just overshadows like the, the, yeah. the an in person marathon coming up like this was I, I viewed this more as part of my taper than I did as like a virtual event. Yeah, I should say that makes sense. So, um. You might not know, given that you didn't like do it on the day of, but I assume you've been like getting emails and stuff for the, from them. Like, you know, when I did the Baltimore half virtually, like they sent a finish line and like they did like a race announcement like live on Facebook that morning to start the race. Like, did the race do anything to foster that sort of community and spirit, whether on the day of that you missed or later? Man, I um. This is where I get critical of them. Uh, so huh. last year, when when it was a virtual race, the, like the whole time, they uh, they sent you like a YouTube video of like the pre-race ceremony that you could watch ahead of time to get hyped up, which I forgot to watch before, and then I wa- I like had it in my headphones as I was running like, the, the second mile or whatever. Uh, but like they sent that, and like it. Like they they tried to, they tried to last year quite a bit. Uh, this year it seemed like they were scrambling. There was like it huh. it, it did not it did not feel like you know, it was not it was not uh, a pivoted with military precision here. Like it was like uh, I didn't get my you know my my bib and um, my bib and my shirt and my uh, my challenge coin and like all that stuff didn't come until like three weeks after race day, like yeah, or yeah, like two or three weeks after race day was supposed to happen, uh, and like they had moved it to virtual like a, m- a month before race day, something you know, something along those lines. So like, uh, the stuff came late. So if you actually wanted to run it on race day, you couldn't be tr- like changing into your race shirt afterward or whatever. Like the stuff that we like to do, um, the bib just had twenty twenty one on it. As opposed to like last year, like they sent like they sent everybody bibs with Your like bib, numbers yeah. or whatever. Uh, don't get me wrong, gear is cool as always, uh, but I think also like I I don't I guess I don't really blame them for not trying to foster a sense of community when any post they put anywhere like gets absolutely flamed and ratioed and whatever. So like does not seem like the community wanted to have the army 10 miler be a big part of their life this fall yeah which is unfortunate but so like how do you foster a sense of community when the community is revolting against you um but they definitely didn't um you know it it, i feel like in 2020 it was like we're doing this this year it's gonna be weird let's do our best to make it part of it yeah and you know make make it feel as good as possible and then this year it was kind of like well this is what we're doing so here's your stuff and uh, I, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't super pleased with that. Like it, it sucked to uh, get the stuff late, and you know, the, and like, so it makes me, you know, when I, I the, the first, the first times I started feeling like pressure to run the race was after the shirt got here, and after the like the challenge coin and everything got here. Like then it's like, oh, like I should probably run this thing, and. Um, I, I feel like it was before that point, like, oh, it's a thing, it's a date that came and passed and like I had already forgotten about it. So like they there was not a whole lot of like them trying to make the day special, I guess. Yeah, I mean, 
a lot of the comments online are like, you knew it was gonna be virtual the whole time, but you told us it was gonna be in person to steal money. We're gonna talk a little, I'm gonna ask you about the swag in a minute, but sure. your shirt from 2020 said virtual, your this shirt from 2021 didn't. Yeah. Like it's obvious they thought this was gonna be in person. It seems like both the Marine Corps and Army 10 Miler uh, were very much caught by surprise yeah. by having to move virtually. Oh, or you know, have to cancel the race. What you know, in my case, um, it does not seem like they like there is no grand scheme here. Right. There is no conspiracy. Right. Like they wanted to have this race in person. They thought they're going to have this race in person, and then something changed, and they couldn't. Yeah, and like it is that is obvious to me. There is not like you know, there's there is no like you said. There is not like a virtual like nods to it being weird on the shirt like there was the year before or the challenge coin any like everything Nothing. is like this is happening yes so yeah. it and also like if they if they last year when it was virtual we got all our stuff days in advance yes the week of days you know if not earlier the fact that things are coming in late speaks to i mean it speaks to supply chain issues speaks to mail issues but speaks to also like being unprepared and be like, okay, well, we we don't have all our stuff together. We have to figure it out, to yeah. ship it and whatever. So, like, it was not, you know, obviously not planned months in advance. Like, uh, you know, I think I signed up for Army 10 Miler virtually in, like, May 2020 and then ran it in October. Like, that's months to prepare and they right. know the whole time it's going to be virtual. So, it was, it, it seemed to me haphazard. It's interesting because I do feel like there's this sense that, you know, in-person racing, like planning an in-person race takes all this planning, but virtual races are easy to plan. But like there are logistics that go into virtual that don't go into in-person and like kind of, I feel like pivoting from one to the other, we, we saw in this case that like it can be right. difficult. Yeah. Like for instance, I'm just thinking, I have no idea if this is the case, but like if all your shirts come in a shipment to the race organizers on the Wednesday before the race and it's in person, no big deal. Right, you people are, piles. People are coming on Friday and Saturday right. to pick them up. So like, doesn't doesn't matter that you just got them on Wednesday, but if, you, if they get shipped to the organizers on Wednesday and then they have to put them in the mail, they're not going to get there by Saturday or right. Sunday. Like they are, like you put them in the, in the mail now, it's like, we, you know, we live, 10 miles away, 20 miles away from where, from the, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, the armory, uh, where like the expo is held. I don't know if that's where everything is based out of, but like we're not far away. Right. And it still takes us two weeks to mail something within DC or yeah. like you're not far away. So like, uh, you know, the, the things that they clearly planned on didn't fall, didn't fall into place. So we've alluded a couple of times to the swag, but talk about the swag, kind of what was in your packet when you finally got it and what you thought of it. Sure. So one thing that I have liked the last two years, um, the first, I, I, this is now like, I've done this race th five times, three times in person, two times virtually. Uh, the three in-person shirts I have are um, all white, they have various designs of either the Pentagon or like something with an eagle or you know something army-ish, whatever. Uh, but they were all white and they were all like um, sort of tech shirts, like rough. They were they're they're fine shirts. They're not like 
I have run this race a number of times. I don't think I have any left because I wear them as throwaway shirts yeah. to other races because the sleeves just go past my elbows. Yeah, like the, they the, don't they're not fit. They're, they're not like th those those shirts are not fitted sleeves. They just uh, like. They're they, not they hang long loose. enough. Yeah, whatever. I've ordered a women's small, a women's medium, and a men's small, and none of yeah. those have long. Sorry, uh, this is my like axe so, to grind. <laughs> so the, but the ones the past two years, they've experimented with the different colors. Like last year, it was yellow. This year, it's gray, and it's really slick looking. It's a really cool. Like shirt. it's like a dark gray with um the like, uh, picture like a star on a general's uh. Or like picture like on like a, like a, on a, the side of a helicopter, or whatever a star with a circle around it. It's like three quarters of that, and then out of it says Army Ten Miler. It's um, really nice, uh, like really nice texture. Soft, uh, yeah. Soft, soft but wicking material. Yep. Which is really cool. Um, I haven't tried it on yet, so I don't know how it fits. But um, it looks like it looks in the same vein as last year's, which, which fits well. I, and I finished yesterday, and I told you, I'm like, this is my favorite one of these shirts. It the the, the sleeves fit fit very nicely. Yep. Uh, it's like you know, you know, it, it's it's form fitting. It's not like it's like a billowy whatever shirt. Uh, so it looks in this, very much in the same vein. Which and the color scheme is just I mean, black and yellow and white yep. and gray is just a cool color scheme. So it looks very slick. Um. And I'm excited to uh, work that into the rotation of my winter long sleeve running shirts. Uh, so yeah, really, really cool shirt. Um, and then like the challenge coin this year, really cool. Uh, they started putting them on lanyards the past two years too. Yeah. Because this is a race where like you don't get a medal, you get a challenge coin, which is a military tradition. But I think people don't like that because they're used to getting a medal. So the last two years, there's been like a hole in it and like a lanyard. Yeah, which I wonder if they'll go if they'll keep that when they go back to I guess Probably. I guess this was I guess this was supposed this was supposed to be in person and they, yeah. they did it. So um but it's uh it's slick looking. All the like again, all the other ones are like uh I'm trying to picture like like they're They've had some cool looking ones in the, the past. They, I mean they these are it's a very unique um you know, medallion uh or you know like it's a it's a very unique uh Thing to get at the end of a race they're always shaped like a pentagon yep and one side will say like the year of the you know army like army. exactly like, like what 35th army 10 miler or whatever it is logo, whatever. and then the other side like i have one that has sort of the silhouette of a soldier guarding like the tomb of the unknown soldier yep. like it, it's always some like military inspired cool design i haven't looked at this one this one enough yet to like actually I think it's just like black and gold it's yeah. very simple so, but very sharp so a lot of them what i was gonna say is a lot of them are like uh, heavily, much like the shirts before, are like heavily like white and red, white, and blue, and then like have a design on it, like so it has to do with the army that's in black and gold. This one is all black and gold, pretty much throughout, and like it looks slick, like it it's like very glossy mm -hmm. black, and um, like the I mean, the, like, the logo looks really sweet on it. Like I think all the other ones have been like paint on like a silver metal but yeah. this is actually like a gold challenge coin yeah it is uh it's slick looking it mm -hmm. looks really cool and like it'll be one that like i'm i'm happy to have it in my collection now like i'm i'm like i will look at that fondly because it's a really cool looking metal uh it is i i, I don't know i don't know if i like the like it, it i i'm not sure how i feel about um you know it being like a metal with a lanyard 
or if I like it just as the straight up challenge coin. I feel like the straight up challenge coin is so unique and uh, unlike anything else. And I mean, like I took the lanyard off last year's almost immediately, and like, and I have them all sitting on my desk, like arranged out. Sal loves to jump up there every now and then and knock them off. But this one is on your metal rack. This one's currently on the metal rack. I think it'll probably get moved off pretty soon because I want to keep them all together. Like it is yep. something that like. It's a very cool um, and different collection to have uh, and like kind of stands apart, um, which, you know, I think I don't know if they do that on purpose, but it uh, it works out very well where it's like I have my army 10 miler collection. And I'm like, I kind like even though I'm a little frustrated with how this went down and of this then like the fact that it was like, you're going to steal my closing question right now, I think. <laughs> Uh, do you want do you want to ask it? No, go for well, it. I was, I was gonna say, even though like I'm frustrated with how it went down, or whatever, I would like I still want probably want to do next year's, right? Because like I like having all these medals, like I like having all these uh, these challenge coins, and like it is cool to see each year's, and like it is um, it ends up being a fun race, and like well, or a miserable race that you're glad you're finished with. Uh, this year happened to be fun, so I. I think I, I'm I'm quite pleased. I think that the the challenge coin this year is definitely like the, that and the shirt. Yeah. Like I got done and you showed me them. Yes. Uh, oh, also I forgot. There's a buff. A really cool yes. buff. No, that was. I think it's such a nice piece of swag to add. Yeah. Now. A really cool black and like it's mostly black with like like the army logo and, in white and yellow and like looks slick as hell. So like that is um, a huge plus. That is not something that they got, we got last year, which was yeah. really awesome uh, to go along with it. So like I got done and you like presented me with the shirt and the and the uh, challenge coin and I was like all these I'm like this that I, that was the first time that I felt like excited that I had run the race. I tried to make it. You exciting. did. A, I mean, you did a great job. Uh, like that, but like crossing over the the TP finish line and like getting those things, it was like. Oh, like that was the, like before that it had felt like a run, and after after I got those things, it was like oh, well, yeah, did the did another virtual race. It was great, and um, kind of like uh, I'm trying to what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, redeemed a lot of the other stuff that had sucked uh, yeah. to get like a real like the the cool swag yeah. made up for. A lot of the bad parts. This year is definitely the coolest swag yeah. I've seen from an Army Ten Miler. Yeah, like uh, although I, I will say I'm very partial to the quarters if I got that's like all black and has pockets, uh, which I love throwing on. But the that was not that was that like was merch. A, that, was a, that was a merch. Yeah. That was not the race shirt. Um, but yes, uh, I had another question. Oh, just I mean we've talked about a lot the fact that they went virtual and some of the backlash, but how do you? How did you sort of react? Because it it felt like they were like, they, they offered no choices. There was not a choice yeah. to defer. It was just like, by the way, you're all running virtually now. How did that sit with you? Especially, and I, I, my personal opinion is that like some of the backlash to them is because Marine Corps handled it so differently. Yeah. Um, I guess my attitude when like I got the email... I was just like, ah, hell, like this sucks. Um, so, like, I was just really disappointed. And when I looked, I saw like there, like everyone's being moved to virtual. It was not like, uh, you know, I think 
I wonder if I would have felt differently about Marine Corps if it hit me in a different part of my training. Because also, like, Marine Corps got canceled at a time when I was like, I hate it. I hate this. I hate feel. I I hate how it's going. I don't feel good. Um, and like, so I was like, cancel it. Like, I don't want to run next year. I don't want to run virtually. Like, I'm like, can- I'm canceling this. Uh, Army Ten Miler when it got canceled, it's a shorter race. Uh, so I did not like. I was not training for it. Right. Uh. But so I, when I looked, I saw I was like, "You're all being moved virtual." I'm like, "All right, well, let's, let's make one of my one of my training runs. We'll just my, one of my like long runs in the weekend. We'll just be the Army Ten Miler now." Uh, so I was not that bit out of shape about it because I was just like, "Well, I guess this is how it is." It was not my goal race. It was not. Um, it was not my goal race. It was not something that like I was preparing for and dreading, which Marine Corps at that point was. So I didn't feel any sort of animus. Like I was disappointed. And, uh, but it also came at a point when it was like, we were in the middle of the Delta surge. Like it was like, okay, well, what else is going to be canceled? Right. And for me, it was like, what does this say about Marine Corps? Right. Like, is, does this mean Marine Corps is going to be go, go, gone too? Like, does it, does it, is it going to be canceled? So like, I, I mean, I guess the, the theme of this, uh, review is that like, I was always, I was always worried about the marathon. So even when that when this got canceled and it was like virtual only, I'm like, I was like, what does that mean? Cool. I, mean, I was like, cool, 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 cool. What does this mean for Marine Corps? Yeah. Um. So I I am not I don't share the anger sure. of other people. Like the money's spent. Like the mon- the money spent and like whatever. I also it's fine. want to point out all these people who were like, you stole our money. The money goes to like army morale and yeah. welfare stuff. Like it it some of it goes to the race, but like it's not like a four. It might be a for-profit. I like. I, I don't want to say it's a non-profit, but like, I know the money goes to like it's going helping good. soldiers and stuff. And like, it's a, and again, this is what we talked about so much with virtual races we did last year. If I am spending some money to make sure that a race that I enjoy stays around and is able to survive into 2022 and the future, when hopefully they can be back at full strength, uh, so be it. Like, uh, I, yeah, I'm like. I didn't feel the same way about Marine Corps because it was like, uh, I mean, I didn't want to spend, I I forget how much money it was, but it was like, you know. It was a lot because you paid to register for virtual and then paid paid extra extra to to, to upgrade it. it It's one thing to pay the 60 bucks or whatever it is to do Army 10 Miler and do a virtual and be like, well, that money's gone. It's supporting a race I like, whatever, as opposed to spending 150 bucks to run, you know, in our neighborhood. Uh, so that that felt different to me and uh especially when i was when i had already just like transferred in and taken like i had a different marathon that i could do right so that which helped so um yeah i don't know i it makes me what what really it makes me worried about where their finances are as a race if they didn't if they didn't even offer like like to refund people. I hadn't even thought about that. That makes me that makes me wonder if they were like, we need this money. Like we cannot afford to because last year when they were virtual only, they could sign up people as many people as they wanted. Presumably they had a cap on the number of in person people they could have already for the for this year. So when they moved everyone virtual, like they had already taken a hit on, you know, if they, if they, if there's usually 25,000 people who run that race and they had shrunk it to, let's say 10,000, uh, you move those 10,000 people virtually. It's not like 
last year when you could sign up a hundred thousand people if you wanted to for I cheaper won- i wonder if they already spent money on like planning stuff for in person yep. too they probably because i i got i told you i got an email like this week that was like here's a code for five dollars off you can still yep. run like they're pitching it a lot so i my, it makes me i what makes me uh it makes me nervous that like i like we've talked so much about how how do these races survive uh, I hope that they do. I hope that this isn't a sign. I like I. I kind of took it as like, well, you need this money, so yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna be super bent out of shape about it because like clearly you're, you're in need and in dire straits here. Yeah. So you kind of already answered my last question, but there are like a lot of people in their comments being like, "You have stolen my money, and I'm never doing this again." It doesn't sound like you're. You'll you'll be eager to be back. The yeah. course is beautiful when it's in person. You're running through the monuments. Yeah. Like you'll you'll be back next year if it happens in person. Yeah, I yeah I w- I will be. Um, will you have I, any reservations about registering early, given how this year played out? Not really. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, the, there's a difference between uh, a virtual marathon and a virtual ten miler. Yes. Right. Like a ten miler at this point pretty short for what i've been running right i haven't run 10 miles since like august like it's been all you know it's all half marathons and above um so i'm like i'm not i'm gonna run 10 miles on the weekend just for fun so like if 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 i end up having to do another virtual 10 miler i'm like okay well let's just be working in my thing uh a virtual marathon is uh, an undertaking yes and is not nearly as fun as an in-person race so i'm not super concerned about like having the floor pulled out from under me again um it would suck it would be it would if if that happens there are bigger problems in our world than the race like we're gonna be worrying about another surge of covid but essentially which that makes me more nervous than you know I, i worry more about that than i worry about spending the money and having it be a virtual race yeah um but i it's a race that i like hate to love and love to hate uh and i think it's it's been a, a part of my fall here uh since well i signed up for it in 2016 didn't run it because of a family emergency but like since 2017 it's a it's kind of a tradition for me at this point so like i want to do it um I, I I will be there, and ultimately, the feeling you get when you're in the crowd and you're running and people are cheering you on and you cross the finish line or whatever, all of that outweighs any of the negative uh, of like, I mean, the, like almost hearing myself talk like I didn't get my stuff on time and like it was it was disappointing like all of that pales in comparison to like. That feeling of community you get at a... It was so cool watching that at New York today. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that feeling so outweighs the disappointment of this year that, like, I'd be happy to be there again and, like, sitting in that giant Pentagon parking lot eating a banana afterward, you know, hanging out with you and, like, trying to get on the Metro to go home. Like, that, that stuff, like, is so much more fun and fulfilling and, like... Uh, just like life affirming that like it makes this this disappointment like it's it's unfortunate I think they could have handled it better I think that they got screwed I think that that and then they passed that being screwed on to the runners Uh, but they hold the race next year 
it goes if it goes well then and they have a nice day for it then like everyone all is forgiven you know right for sure no i i also i also love this race i've also done it five times different years from you yeah uh but i was supposed to run it in fall of 2019 and i was hurt and you were like don't worry, like, there'll be the fall 2020 racing season. And then there was never another Army 10 miler. Seriously. So super true. I, I will also be eager to, like, go back again. Yeah. Um, if it happens next year. Yeah. Despite some of your struggles. I think that we're all... I, I think, you know, like, languishing was the term that, like, came in the summer of, like, where people are at with COVID. And I feel like there's... There's still a lot of like disappointment in things that either get canceled or aren't handled as well. And like we're in this weird gray area where like there are big events, but also big events can be canceled and like you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so I think a lot of the bad vibes that, that this gives off are going to be all erased by like, I mean, remember how good it felt to do like stuff for the first time in like May and June and July for a little bit before like hot vac summer ended with a, you know, with a thud. Like, once that stuff comes back and, like, the pandemic is becomes endemic and it, there are many ways to control it and it becomes, like, whatever, uh, all those things will be forgotten because it'll be like, wow, how nice is it to do this stuff again? Yeah. So I think we'll get to that point. And once we get to that point, like, you know, if, the, if, if some people three years from now are still bent out of shape about the 60, 80 bucks, whatever it was that we paid for this army 10 miler that they lost. Um, so be it. Like that is a really, that is an intense thing to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't for, I, I, I know, I know how it feels to run that race and to do well at that race and to like have a great day. And that feeling so outweighs like the, the negative vibes that I got this year that like, it's fine. I'll be back next year. How's your beer? It's good. Is there anything else you want to say about the race? Uh, no. I think that's about it. Okay. So uh, I'll talk about my beer. It's good. Um, I I have enjoyed it. Like it, it, I I like lagers. I think that about sixteen ounces of one is probably about as much as like like this is really this is a good Hellas lager. Uh. But they, start, they, they sit on your tongue, you know, a different way. Yeah. Than, like, they're, it sits on the palate, I should say. On the tongue. On the palate in a different way than, like, a lot of the uh, IPAs or, the like, sour beers. talk with the beer sitting on your tongue. I know. I'm really talented. Uh, so, uh, it's... So, it, it, it gets to a point, like, halfway through, it, started, it starts getting a little uh, less awesome to drink. And I think that's also because it's... It says on the side of the can here, serve at 42 degrees. So it's, mm. it's a little warmer now. Uh, but still a very good beer, a very good, uh, a very good Hellas Lager, a great fall, uh, you know, fall afternoon beer. So I enjoyed it. Totally. How's yours? It's good. To me, it got like more tart as it warmed up mm. and like a little less oaky. Um, but it's very good. I'm nearly done with it. It's just a beautiful color. It looks like cranberry juice. It does. It it, re- it looks exactly like cranberry juice. It is just beautiful. So, yeah. you know, you you drink with your eyes as there much you as you do with your your mouth and stomach. Um, it's a beautiful beer. It's a yummy beer. I'm glad I got to try it. Yeah, absolutely. Where can the people find us? We are wherever you get your podcasts on yeah. Spotify, Apple, and other. Shout out to other. Uh, wherever you found this podcast, find us there. Also, leave us a review. We don't ask for reviews every time. But oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, leave us a review. Yeah. Because, I mean, 
will run for. They make Tom run five miles every time someone gives a five-star review. So if you do that, we will say thank you on the podcast. <laughs> if you leave us a five-star review, Tom from Will Run For will also <laughs> run five miles. So there we go. He just signed up for it. He doesn't even know. He'll find out when he listens to this. That's so great. Um, we are also on Instagram. At Running on Tap, where we will probably get yelled at for that. We have fun stuff planned. We're going to... Our race is coming up, so yep. we'll like take you along with us on our race weekend. And earlier, I was talking about... like baking our way through every superhero muffin in Rise and Run and creating like a definitive ranking. Yes. So follow us if you're into that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, there's also some really good uh, food pictures of stuff you've been making recently, which has um, just been super filling and wonderful uh, for the end of a training cycle here. So uh, come ogle Jacqueline's cooking and uh, stick around with us next. Uh, actually, as you listen to this, as you listen to this next weekend, or race weekend we'll be heading uh, up we'll be heading up so you will want to uh, tune into our Instagram and our stories and everything yeah. and uh, follow along as we uh, run this marathon run this half marathon yeah wonderful uh, well thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you next week <laughs>